Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty in San Diego. My name is Brian Kochi. I'm Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go out there and crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. Rather than guessing at what you want to hear about, we just listen to you. And the way we listen is by listening to the questions you submit to thewhistleway.com. Uh, you can submit questions there. You can subscribe to the podcast or YouTube channel. Join our Facebook private group, our referral network for everybody leaving California and get on our email newsletter where we share a lot of tips and tricks. And you can get dialed in with things like our CMO experience course. We can make sure that's on there if it's not already, Brian, because we just announced it. So uh, you can get dialed in with any of the courses or events that we have going on as well. So check all that stuff out at thewhistleway.com. If you enjoyed the show today, if you're uh, watching on YouTube, make sure to hit the thumbs up button. If you got a question, throw it in the comment section. And if you enjoy the content and want more of it, hit the subscribe button and the little notification bell. And if you are listening on a podcast platform, if you could hook us up with a review, um, reviews on podcasts are extremely hard to get. And so if you are enjoying the podcast, if you could hook us up with a review, whether it be on Spotify or iHeart or Pandora or iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening, those reviews mean the world to us. All right, let's get into the content, Brian. So today I wanted to talk about, we see when people join our Facebook group, The Whistle Way, um, a lot of times we say, hey, what do you want to learn? We see a lot of people talk about recruiting. And we've talked a bit about recruiting for um, our team here locally, what some of the things that we do. I want to talk about another sort of recruiting that we do, um, and that's recruiting to a national brokerage. Now, obviously, we're with EXP. Obviously, we're not the only company that does this. I think there, I think there's a couple new ones coming up, but I think more and more and more, this is the way things are going. Um, I want to kind of give some some tips and tricks if if you are recruiting to a national brokerage, things that you should do and things that you should not do. And I don't want to get into the, like the EXP says we can't do this and so-and-so says, says we can't. I, I don't want to get into the, the nitty-gritty of that, um, but I just want to like some best practices of how you go about getting people to join your brokerage without living anywhere near you. Yeah, for sure. So Chet Black, uh, John Chet Black talks about this a lot, is that there's no perfect model. And the evidence of that, right, like everybody thinks their model's the best, whether they're at Keller or, or EXP or, you know, Compass or wherever it is people are. Or independent. Or independent, whatever. Everybody thinks their model's the best and, and that it's the it's the answer. And, and let's be real, like if your model was the best model, everybody would be there, Right. There's no model that has attracted every real estate agent in the country. Yeah, there's no one size fits all for for all. Yeah, and the thing is, people aren't necessarily just joining the model. The model's a part of it for sure, but they're joining a community. And the community that they join is more important than the model. And it's it's a little bit interesting because what I've learned when I used to recruit a lot was that if I focus so heavily on the model, now we were just comparing model to model. Um, and so, you know, the last thing I would ever want is somebody to join, obviously we're with EXP. So last thing I want is somebody to join EXP because of the stock. Like I, I can't control the stock. The stock takes a shit. They're going to leave or somebody's offering more stock. They're going to go where they can get more stock. Right. Um, so I don't want to hang my hat on that. I don't want to hang my hat on the commission split because if somebody can go somewhere else and get a better commission split, they're going to leave. I don't want to hang my hat on the cap, um, the commission cap, because if they can get a lower cap somewhere else, they're going to leave. Um, you know, I don't want to hang it on these things that 
are outside of control. What we want to control, and, and I think what has helped um, you know, me and my partner, Dan Beer, attract a lot of people. Um, we've attracted over 10,000 people into our group, and it's that we haven't focused on the numbers. Like if, if somebody reaches out to me and, and wants to know, tell me about eXp, I'm, I will actually deflect the conversation about the model because the model doesn't matter if we can't add value. And, and let me give you an analogy, right? Like if It's not the only thing that matters. It's, it's not. It, it it's matters. It's a decision point, but right. it's but, not the, the main one. Right. We can't talk about the model and the numbers until we've made sure there's an alignment of interest. The same exact way that when you walk into a listing appointment, you don't walk into the listing appointment and the seller's like, all right, what are you going to charge me? Like, that's what it would be like. And that's where I see a lot of people make the mistake with their their brokerage, their team, whatever it is that they're recruiting to. It's the first thing they go into is they start talking about the numbers. Well, you don't do that when you walk into a listing appointment. Why do you do that when you walk into, you know, a, a attraction or recruiting, you know, meeting? Why would you do it any differently? Right? When you walk into a listing appointment, you establish rapport, you build credibility, and then you go into numbers, right? You, you got to help people understand what are they getting by working with you, right? Like a seller, I got to help them understand why they should hire me before we worry about this, you know, what my commission is. Because if I walked into a listing appointment and the seller was like, what do you charge? And I said 1%, they were like, okay. And then I just threw it up on the MLS and did nothing. Like, was that really what they wanted? Like... No, really, they need to know what they're going to get for the money. So just like when I walk into a listing appointment, I'm going to establish you know, my credibility, who I am, and what I'm going to do for you before we're going to talk about what I'm going to charge you. It, it should be no different when you're recruiting to your team or your brokerage. you got to understand what are you getting. Uh, and far too often, people just want to jump into the numbers. And so anytime I have somebody connect with me, the first thing they'll do is, oh, uh, I'm thinking about coming over to XP. Like, cool, hey. We can talk numbers and all that. Let, let's do that um, You know, on Tuesday or Wednesday. We have this little mastermind that we do every Monday. If I send you an invite to join us Monday at 10 o'clock, can you be on? Yeah, sure. Cool. Because I want you to experience what we do within our community first before we worry about numbers. Because if, if what we do within our community isn't in alignment, if we don't have that alignment of interest, the split, the cap, none of that other stuff matters, right? If we don't have an alignment of interest. So let's, you know, let's go and do this first. Let me show you what we're all about. Because like when it comes to a mastermind, right? Like, what does that mean? Is our, How is our mastermind different than your mastermind? Like, what do we each have in our head of what a mastermind is? Let somebody experience what you're all about first before you go in and start trying to explain the numbers because that's the other problem is like if you get into it and you start, all right, cool. So we do this mastermind. It's so good. It's awesome. Like, yeah, but maybe they had a bad experience with a mastermind. Like they, maybe their idea of a, a mastermind is, um, you know, you, we've all been to one of these before you go in a room and you got like the person who sold two homes in their life that just bitches and complains the entire time and takes the floor and nobody gets any value. And all we do is walk away hating that the wet blanket, right? Like that's, <laughs> that happens. I've been to those masterminds. So it's like, you got to demonstrate your value just like you do at a listing presentation, right? Like, let me show you what I'm doing. Here's an example of one of my videos. Here's what my flyers look like. Here's what my photography looks like. Let me show you what you can expect from me. And then you go in, you know, to numbers at the end. And if you've done a good enough job demonstrating value, a lot of time the, you know, on a listing appointment, the, um, Commission is not even a, a topic of conversation. It's just like, oh my gosh, what you guys do is amazing. Great. So 
when do you want to go live? Right? Like that's the conversation we have a lot of times with sellers. And I've learned in recruiting, or we prefer to call it attraction, um, that's how it works a lot of times too, right? Is let me show you what we do. So you're just like, wow, this is absolutely amazing. And then we'll have a conversation. Hey, if, if you could have access to something like this on a regular basis, could you see this helping you accomplish your goals faster than where you are now? Yes, great. Let's get the ball rolling. And sometimes we don't even have to talk about split and caps and, and all the other stuff. So I think that's where a lot of people make the mistake when they're trying to attract people into their company is they, they get so focused on the split, the, the cap, the numbers, whatever, and they're not showing them what is the community like that you're joining because that's what somebody's joining. They're joining a community. They're not joining you purely for the model. And the agents who join you for the model are going to leave for a better model. It's guaranteed. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, if they come for the model, they leave for the model. Yeah. Um, and and the, the what I a couple of things that you said that I wrote down. I don't know why I'm taking notes because I'm not going to do anything with these. It helps you remember yeah. topics to come back um, to. But I like the fact that you said you you focus on things that you can control. Yeah. Right. You're not calling EXP up and going. You know what? We should change the cap. And you know what, Kyle? You're right. Let me do that. Like that's not going to happen, right? Um, but you can control the community. You can control what you give back. You can control your availability. These are some of the things you can control. Right. Um, I can't control the stock price, right? Like, correct. I mean, shit, if you join any brokerage in the last year for the stock, every stock's taking a shit. <laughs> like, I don't want you to join for the stock. The stock tanks, and you're like, I'm out. Like, I, I can't control that. So yeah. I try to focus on the controllables in the equation as opposed to the uncontrollables. And I also like that you talked about the alignment of interest. And I'm going to speak for you here and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I think there's there are people out there, there are salespeople out there that will sell people stuff that they know they don't need, right? Um, hey, I want I want to sell you solar on this. You know, it's great for your house. And then you're like, yeah, I'm renting. Well, you know, you, we could still you could still put it in your name, and we'll just put it on stilts in the back, and you can take it with you with your mobile home or like right. They'll do stupid shit. Um, and I would I would bet I haven't seen you do it, but if someone says this is what I want, and it's this 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 this, they don't want any mastermind. They don't want to give value. They don't want to receive value. They just need somewhere to hang their license, do their own thing. They want the most money possible. You're probably gonna tell them. Good on you. Let's work together in some fashion. But this probably isn't for you, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I'll have people. The, the one that I deal with personally most commonly is people are more looking for a coach. And I have to make it really clear. Like, hey, I, I want to set a realistic expectation. Like, I'm not your coach, right? I'm not going to hold you accountable. Like, now this is if they're joining EXP and Whistle is going to be different. Um, but if somebody's joining EXP, like, I got to make it clear. Like, I'm not your coach. I'm not going to hold you accountable. I'm going to be there every Monday and I'm going to deliver value in our mastermind and I'm going to, you know, help answer the questions that you have, but I'm not going to ask you how many phone calls did you make? I'm not going to ask you how many points, like that's just not what it's going to be. So if that's what you're looking for, I just want to make sure we're clear. Like I don't want to set a, a false expectation because that's not what we do. This is what we do. And, and if that's a fit for you, let's do this. If it's not, I totally understand. And you have to be willing to do that because I do the same thing with sellers, right? Like mm -hmm. if I got a seller who's dead set, like I'm only paying 1%, like we're not going to be a fit for each other. Hey, I understand that your goal is is to pay the least amount of money possible, but this is what we do. Unless you're willing to give all of this up, I can't charge 1%. I need to spend money to help you make money. And if that's not going to work for you, I understand we're not a fit for each other. And you see this in car sales. It's the one that's most notorious for it. Like, you got to be willing to get up and walk away. 
right? Like you, we all know, we've all been at a car dealership and you know, like at some point, if you want the best deal, you got to get your ass out of the seat and start walking away. Not in the last year. They're like, peace, bitch. I'll sell it to someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're like, next. Um, (laughs) That's changing too, though. Just like real estate. Um, So you got to be willing to walk away too. Um, Whether, you know, you're on the, the uh, recruiter, recruitee, you know, situation, you got to be willing to walk away from it. Cool. Um, and again, we do the same thing within Whistle, right? So if somebody's looking to join our team, we invite them to come to an office meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to come in the office. One, I want you to see the office. Um, I want you to feel the vibe. I want you to see, like, holy shit, this is like standing room only in this office, which is a little intimidating. But if you think about the alternative of what's happening in a lot of real estate offices, they're a freaking ghost town right now. So I want you to come in. I want you to see how many people are there. And I tell people all the time, like, if you're coming into one of my meetings, like, just grab, like, two, three random people. Like, I'm not going to tell you who to talk to because obviously I would tell you the people that I know are going to advocate for me. Like, just come to the meeting, see what we're all about. And then at the end of the meeting, just grab two or three random people and talk to them and get their opinion on, you know, what their experience has been like. It's funny. Someone came, someone asked me after uh, a meeting, she said, I'm thinking about joining. I said, what do you, what do you want? She said, this, 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 this. And I go, yeah, we don't, that's not, that's not what we do. If you want this, this is what we are. But if you, if you're current if you just want leads and someone to leave you alone like that's not that's not us yeah like anyways um, but I I recommend if you're you know if you're on the side you're exploring teams or brokerages I would encourage you to pull up the roster of that team or of that brokerage just go on their website pull up the roster pick two or three random people and call them it just that's like checking references right like mm-hmm. when when somebody applies to work for you you check the references well. In real estate, it's not that much different. Like if I was applying to work at a brokerage, of course the recruiter, the you know whoever is gonna you know tell you it's all sunshine and rainbows. But like, call two or three random people in that brokerage or on that team and get their unsolicited feedback of what it is. Because it's funny how um, how honest people will be because it's just a random phone call. Like you you know that feedback's not going to get back to the broker team lead or whatever. So I was They're not going to say, hold on, let me ask my broker what I can say real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So you, we started off this conversation with the Cheplak uh, paraphrase or quote. Yeah. There's another one that I think comes from him. He says, be their coach before you are their coach. Right? He obviously is a real estate coach. Um, I think this, this can very well, very easily transfer over to a brokerage or a team, right? So a lot of what you've talking been talking about is once you get face-to-face with someone or over Zoom, how do you even get to that point? How do you have people reach out to you and say, hey, tell me about enter brokerage here? They're not just going to randomly do that unless you do some work, right? For sure. So this, um, again, if you guys don't follow John Cheplak, he's one of the most prolific recruiters in the space. So um, we'll follow a lot of what he's all about. And, and it's just give people a taste of what it would be like to join you before they join you. Um, that's what we're doing with this podcast, right? Like just we're adding value. We're showing you the level of value that we're able to contribute here at whistle EXP. And you watch this podcast. You're like, wow, like these guys add a lot of value. Like if I can get that much value by watching, listening to their podcasts, I can only imagine how much value I would get if I joined them. That's, that's why we do this. Like full disclosure, no bullshit. Like, 
You're, and we want referrals too. We want referrals we'll and take all those the other too. stuff. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but like that's what we're doing right now, right? Is we're demonstrating value to where you're listening, you're watching right now, and you're like, these guys literally every week just add so much value. Like, I want more. And that's one of the biggest ways that we attract people in. Like, we don't ever pull list and call people and and spam people with emails. Like, we literally don't. And we have on average, 20 to 30 agents a month applying to be a part of Whistle. That's just our team here in San Diego and Temecula um, that are just, so if you're in Temecula, call me. Well, don't um, call, Instagram, yeah. don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't call me, I won't answer. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you, we're demonstrating value on a consistent basis. So we do that via our podcast. We do that via our YouTube channel. Um, we do that by speaking. Like one of the number one ways that I've been able to build my brand at Whistle, at EXP, at, and just Kyle Whistle in general, is to offer myself up to speak at every chance I get, which in the beginning, like in full disclosure, I've always been terrified of public speaking. But I learned that, like I do a lot of mental stuff, um, and I've done stuff that's made me go mental, um, <laughs> but it's, it's so mental because a lot of us have this fear of public speaking and I realized my fear of public speaking stemmed from school. Well, when you did public speaking in school, you were one, you were forced to speak, and two, you were speaking about something you didn't give a fuck about. Like and, I remember they were like And there's a right or wrong answer. Yeah, I mean, but you would like I remember they used to do all these different things. Like one year we had to speak about a state and everybody picked a state and I got like Alaska. I would have picked the state of mind. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like I had to get up in front of the class and like speak about the state of Alaska. Like I don't, no offense to those of you from Alaska, I don't fucking care, right? Like when you're speaking about things you don't care about and you're being forced to do it, it's different. When you get to speak about something you're actually passionate about, it's a totally different ballgame. And so um, I still had that fear of public speaking. So how did I publicly speak? Like I started offering to speak at like I would just get up at the broker caravan which even that was terrifying to me. And Broker Caravan was just to get up and like pitch whatever property I had that I was going to go hold open for a couple hours. Like to get, and there was maybe 20 people in the room. Like, but that literally like would keep me up at night and I would be like shaking audibly. Like you could hear me shaking while I would speak, <laughs> but I would like, I would offer to, you know, speak there. And then I started like doing more of that. That started becoming like an every week thing. Then I started like hitting up the board and like, hey, if you guys ever have events, let me know. Like, I'm happy to share it. So offering to speak as often as possible can be huge for building your brand, which brand matters, right? When people are thinking about making a move, what brand is top of mind is really important. So for me, speaking as often as I could. So again, I started with just doing my local um my local broker caravans. Then I would offer to speak at like my association of realtors. Um, and then there's all the, there's a lot of um, diversity groups out there, ARIA, NAREP, NAREB, offering to speak at all of those. Um, and just YPN groups, like just the, offering. The local chambers? Local, yeah, but that's not as good for attraction for agents. Okay, yeah, It you're works, right, you're but right. it did help with you're public right. speaking. Women's Council of Real Estate, Young Professional, like there's all these different groups that are out there just putting real producers like offer to speak as often as humanly possible and don't be apologetic about it. If you're going to a conference, like hit up whoever's hosting the conference, like, Hey, I'm coming out to the conference. Um, you know, if you have any speaker slots available, I'd love to speak at your conference. Here's three topics that I, you know, I'm very confident in speaking about, you know, if you have a slot, I'd love the opportunity to speak. Like 
a, uh, a fat man once told me closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> he, he was very good. He never had a closed mouth. He got, he got fed a lot. Um, <laughs> what, do true. I know this person? Yeah, his name was Khan. Yeah. He used to work with this us. This dude tried to eat my egg salad out of the fridge. He goes, whose egg salad's been in here for a week? I'm like, bro, one, that's mine. We came in this morning. And why would you eat egg salad that's been in there a week? Like, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you got to be willing to put yourself out there. Don't be shy about it. Um, and just ask. And so then that gives you another floor, right? That gets you on the floor and gives you an opportunity to add value to people. And I've just learned the more value that I can put out there, the more it attracts people into me. I want to do a quick light ring, lightning round here. Okay. I'm, I want you to give three examples. Um, and each one of these, I want you to do, this is the wrong way to do it. And this is, on the flip side, this is the right way to do it. Okay. So for example, let's let's start off one, like a, let's say, I, I, I don't know. Do you have an idea of, of how we're to do this? I don't have a clue what we're doing, but just so, go So like, it. okay, say cold calling. Yeah. What's what's the wrong way to cold call someone to join the brokerage? What's the right way? Um, I mean, we've literally never done that, so I. I, I but you can assume, right? <laughs> yeah, I can't speak from experience, um, but I would say if you're calling and you're just going into numbers, or you're going in with something that you know you can't deliver on, like, hey, if you join our brokerage, we'll give you all the leads in the world. Like, I I just don't think that's the right way at all. You know, if I was to cold call people. It would purely be inviting them in to come into a meeting or, hey, we're doing this mastermind. We're bringing a few guests to the mastermind. Like That would be my way of doing it is, again, let me add value first. So if you were just calling, like, hey, have you ever, like, I mean, shit, our brokerage is notorious for D-bags calling people. Like, Which you know, is why I wanted to blindly. say, well, how do yeah, we do it like, right? I mean, I'll admit for sure, like, there's a ton of D-bags at our brokerage that just blindly call people and text them and DM them. It's like... You don't have any rapport, you know, mm -hmm. like you got to have rapport. You got to be in relationship with somebody to just randomly like try to shove your brokerage down people's throat. It's so unattractive. And I've literally never pulled a list since being at eXp. Dan and I have never done it. And we have over 10,000 people in our group. Yet the people who are doing the D-bag stuff of dialing down list have nobody. So that just doesn't work. If you can focus on adding value, you're going to have a lot more success. So what I hear you say is calling from a list saying, hey, I'm Brian, join my team, join my company, bad way. The right way is, hey, I'm Brian, we're hosting an event downtown, we're going to be doing this, 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 this. I want to invite invite you. And it's not going to be an invitation about, it's not going to be a three hour long presentation about EXP. No. Um, let's talk about, maybe we'll just do this last one. What's the wrong way to pitch at an event and the right way to pitch at an event? So say you, you call them, hey, I would like to join you to come to this event. This is one thing that I think you guys did phenomenal when I actually saw it. What's the wrong way to do it? And what's the right way to do it? Um, I'm trying to think of the wrong way. I'll, maybe you can help me. What's your idea of the wrong way? So I think the wrong way is when you you hide it as, oh, we're going to be t talking about open houses. But then the entire talk is, well, at EXP, uh, this isn't even true. You utilize this open house tool from EXP and you utilize it. And it's, you pretend it's about open houses, but it, all it is is about EXP. I think that's the wrong way when it's just a pitch session disguised as let me give value. Yeah. I mean, that's instant. You, you lost credibility. 100%. Like I remember going to an event and I still remember it vividly. Like, it was an event I had to pay to go to, and I got to the event, and then I got fucking pitched for the entire day to like spend more money. I was like, I didn't 
pay to get pitched. I paid to get value. Why the hell did I pay? And then literally speaker after speaker was pitching high ticket sales items. Like it was the most annoying thing ever because that's not what I paid for. And if you invited somebody for a mastermind, that better be what they're getting when they come. So we've always done it and we do it literally every Monday. We have our mastermind. If you want to check out our mastermind, here's me pitching you. If you want to check out our mastermind on a Monday and see what it's about, shoot me a DM. I'll send you an invite and you'll see there's no pitch at all, right? All we'll do at the end. Hey, if, if you got value out of this, recommend reconnect with whoever it was who invited you here today and you can explore this further. Or if I was doing something, you know, on stage, if I spoke and I was like, hey, if did you guys get value out of this? Yes. Could you see getting this kind of value on a consistent basis helping you accomplish your goals? Yes. Great. If so, then DM me. Right. Like that's typically how I would run it. Um, and then my funnel in that scenario would be one, I added value on stage. Now, when they DM me, I'm going to give them one time access to the mastermind so I can add value again. And now I've demonstrated value both on stage and then on the mastermind, right? So I've given them um, external value. Then I've given them a sneak peek of the internal value. Mm -hmm. And so now when I want to have that conversation about do you, you know, do you want to be a part of this? And if we need to get into the numbers, it's so much easier at that point. It's, it's like the Gary V jab, 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 right hook, right? Like yep. I've jabbed, jabbed, and now I can right hook because I've added so much ex both external value, internal value, and it's a lot easier to right hook at that point. Yeah. I like those. I think those are great. I think we got a, got a lot of good information. Cool. Join EXP. Just kind of loop that throughout the whole thing. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> Tom's going to put it in behind every video we do. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. Good job, right. Kyle. Well, hopefully you guys got some value out of this today. If you did, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. Let YouTube know you did. If you got uh, follow-up questions from today's episode, throw them in the comment section. If you want more of our content, hit the subscribe button and the little notification bell so YouTube can notify you every time we drop a new episode. And if you are listening on a podcast platform, hook us up with a review on there, please. It means a lot to us and we really appreciate it. If you uh, have questions you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel and podcast on there. Join our referral network, our um, private Facebook group, and get on our email newsletter. We share a lot of tips and tricks. And you can learn about all the events that we have coming up, including our CMO experience, Chief Marketing Officer experience, where Brian, myself, and Grant Wise, we're going to dive in and just completely change the game for you when it comes to your remarketing uh, which will increase your appointment set, your appointments met, and your conversion rate. So definitely check that out, thewhistleway.com. As we wrap today, we'd like to share a little something we call the Whistle Widget of the Week. This is something we utilize in our business that saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brian? Mine today is actually a program that I've been working on this last week or two. Um, and it allows us to have control of uh, <coughs> updating uh, email signatures within... Um, Google Suite. So obviously I can update my email signature. I can update your email signature. But say, for example, like what we recently did is we added a new office. We added a, a Riverside office. Well, now if we have 120 people that have email signatures that we say, hey, now make sure you go into Gmail, hit the gear, go into settings, all that sort of, no one's going to do it. But if I can actually update their email signature for them, you know, um, that saves them a lot of time. That adds a lot of value, and it helps us control our brand a little bit better. Um, so we can do that. You know, we're working on updating uh, websites for each agent as well, so that way it goes to their 
uh, branded homepage. Now we can update each one individually for that. And we don't have to say, okay, Adam, change your email signature. He doesn't know how to do that. It's going to be a pain in the ass. So um, the the tool we're using is Zinc, X-I-N-K. Uh, it's X-I-N-K dot I-O. Uh, it's a subscription per user. Um, and it's a little bit, uh, I'll be completely honest, it's a little bit clunky. Um, but once you get the hang of it, once you get it set up, it's pretty easy to add people and tweak things around. Um, but yeah, that's my, my widget this week. All right, cool. The one that I'm going to share with you guys, um, I got because we bought a house that's out in the middle of the desert, um, and there's shit for reception there and the internet sucks there as well. And so, uh, there's this guy, and you guys may have heard of him. His name's, uh, Elon came out with this internet thing. The musky guy. Yeah. That guy, um, came out with this internet called Starlink bases off satellite internet and the satellite internet is phenomenal um, relative to the alternative choices. So if you live in a rural area, Starlink is a really good internet solution. But what's also cool, if you guys know me at all, I love to go out camping in our RV. And a lot of times we go camping in places that have no cell or no internet, which kind of you do appreciate that because I actually <laughs> like getting away from it. But it's nice to have the option to have internet if you need it. Um, and so Starlink is also very mobile. So if you are out in an area that there's literally zero reception and you want reception or you want um, internet, you can just set your Starlink up. It's just, a, it's not very big. It's not like the big giant dishes or anything of the, uh, the old systems. And you could just set it up. You just like put it on the, the ladder on a pole and just faces up in the sky and hits the satellite. And now you have high speed internet in the middle of nowhere. So uh, Starlink from Elon Musk is pretty freaking sweet. Cool. That's what I got for you guys. Well, hopefully you got a lot of value out of the show today. Again, I'm Kyle Whistle with EXP Realty in San Diego. I'm Brian Kochi. We'll see you next week. Later.